Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We back. We back. Yes, sir. Straight facts. Yes, sir. Straight facts. Yes, sir. We back. 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 Yeah, let's cut that off right about now. Yes, it's time. Right about now. I don't think we got time to play today. Yeah, man. So, I ain't even trying to do all that. I'm trying to get right into it. Before we get right into it. How you feeling, brother? I'm good. I'm ready to get into it. Ready to get into it, man. Look, man. Energy, energy, right? I gotta say this to say this. All right. Baker Mayfield played like shit, and I feel like Baker Mayfield is a problem. And this Let's is the it. big homie Dev G in the state and the facts unfiltered. And to my right ass, always. Stay chill, P. In the building. Yes, sir. In the dungeon. It's time to get to it, man. We ain't Making got it happen. Messing around. We got that intro out the way. Got Indeed. the introduction out the way. Popping. All right. So, Cleveland Browns. Out the game. Played. Up. Did they play? Oh, they played. I mean, they showed up, but did they play? Mm-hmm. They okay, played. so they had what a game. Um, against one of the top tier teams in the league. Yep. And this is a team that's like that every year, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we were handled. Oh, yeah. We were definitely handled. Handled. Uh, Manhandled. 24-point loss. Big brother. Still. It's a little brother. Rivalry. What rivalry? They ain't no rivalry to me. I mean, it, it it felt like a rivalry before the game came on, but, you know. But once the product on the field got the, out there. The Steelers tell us every year, like, it's no rivalry. Yeah. We like to think it's a rivalry. We lost 38. I guess it was, a, guess it was the helmet smack. From last year, but they thought the rivalry, uh, you know, rejuvenated itself. But no. yeah, we lost thirty-eight to seven, and the lone touchdown was by Hollywood Higgins, who has been an afterthought for the last two years for this mm-hmm. team. This back and he's back to back games with a touchdown. And it's bad when Hollywood don't hit the Hollywood wall. So yeah, I mean, and I, I, time to play I, I applauded that for him. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, this ain't no, this ain't nothing to. Oh, we losing. Mm-hmm. So I I like that. Um, so I don't. We we already know what the focal point of this of this topic is going to be. So we'll we'll work around to that. Um, yeah. So the defense. So can want me to start? You want to start? I mean, like again, we gonna we gonna get to them. We gonna okay, oh, with, there's plenty right, of time for that. Now. I'm we're gonna hit in re- other areas. <laughs> you see already? We're, we're Go gonna ahead. hit in other all areas. Right, all right. So the defense. I felt like the defense did play well. Worn out. They were tired. They were on the field constantly, never getting a break. Um, ben Roethlisberger only had 17 com- – I mean, 15 completions. Mm-hmm. 15 completions, right? So that's below what we 
are accustomed to seeing as big men. I don't think he went over 200. I don't think he went over 200 nope. yards passing. He had a pedestrian this game. Excuse me. He had 14 completions, um, 14 to 22 for 162 yards and one touchdown. Because James Conner gave yeah. you 20 carries, 101, and one touchdown. And what's so crazy about that is that's not mind-blowing rushing numbers. Mm-mm. They just churned us down. They just really grinded us down for real. Yeah. Because our defense was on the field so much because mm-hmm. our offense couldn't stay on the field. Yep. Time of possession, 34 minutes to 25 minutes. And in football. That's a big deal. Yeah. They damn near almost – the majority of a quarter, basically. Mm-hmm. So we only had three quarters to do anything because they had the ball for 34 minutes, and there was a nine-minute a nine minute difference between the two. Um, they had 129 yards rushing as a team. So they only had 3.5. We averaged 3.4. Um, they ran the ball 37 times. Why? To keep the clock running. And um, speaking of that, and for the people out there that keep saying that Kareem Hunt is a better running back than Nick Chubb. Those two people di- who say that don't two, know football. Two different runners, two different styles. Nick Chubb's style of running is what the Browns need, especially when it comes to playing against a team like this. I I would agree, but and I think, and I also think too. Um. Sometimes. How the hell did we get on the offense? We got time no, for that, no, Pete. No, no, we, we got, talking about because you were talking, uh, talking about uh, time of possession. You were talking about time right, of possession. Right, 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 right. Time of possession. I was we, like, got, we got time for that. Okay. Yeah, but we we, we going to stop there, though. We yeah. Stop there, though. We're going to stop there. So <laughs> I felt like yesterday I saw some things on defense that I did not like. And I've been saying this shit for, for, for years. And, you know, this podcast isn't a year old yet, but I've been saying it long enough on here. Mm -hmm. On defense, you need to have dogs on your defense for your defense to truly be next level. I'm going to ask you this question. Again, I think it's fair. Um, As you're listening, you can answer this question too. On the Browns' defense, who are our dogs on defense? And when I say dog, let me give you an example of a dog. An enforcer. Brian Dawkins. We don't have that. Right? We don't have that. Um, obviously, Ray Lewis. Definitely don't have that. Cam Chancellor. No. Like, Bobby Wagner's a dog, but, like, when I say those names, Cam Chancellor. Right? We don't have none Like, of that. those. Like, so, I, tw- I made a tweet, and I said, there's a difference between being good and being a dog. A dog on your defense, a dog is one of them dudes that's like, that's going to be with the shits, no matter what it is. Like, they they want to hit anything that's coming. They don't care if they down by 20, they still fighting. They still are getting after it and trying to put the maximum effort every the single play. The opposing player knows. They catch that ball in his area. They know what time it is. They're but, always looking over their shoulder, which is what causes them to either drop the ball because they're looking for that hit from that player. Mm-hmm. But that or, that dog sets the tone as well we don't on that defense. That. We don't have it. And so so is that your answer? Yes. Because I think Miles Garrett is not a dog. He's, he's not a, a dog. Absolute, he's a great player. I'm going to try not to cuss. But he's an absolute stud for yeah. sure. Athletic, one of the most gifted defensive ends. But he's he doesn't have that that mentality because he's, he's naturally a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's truly a nice guy. Right? Yeah. 
And so that's why I was like, he's not a dog. Obviously, Denzel isn't. No. Like, who on our defense is a dog? We really do not have one. And I'm not saying that to throw shade at any Tyron of Tyron Matthew was a dog, right? Yeah. Even though he's undersized, he still be with the shits, Yeah, don't that's he? what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that to say that we don't have no good players on no, defense. No, 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 yeah, yeah. But, but there's a like difference between that good dog. and yeah, a dog. You don't have that dog. You don't have that enforcer. We don't have one. And it's not even an enforcer. I'm just saying that's part of with, that's with the well, shits. Well, to me, I tell like, enforcer Tyron Matthew don't even lay the biggest, biggest hits, but he be a playmaker who yeah. be, like, really on, like, doing everything that he can to make the team. I mean, like. To make the play for the team. Mm-hmm. Like, just has a nag for being around the ball or making that big hit. Or when the team starts to get down, you can look at that player and see that he's not giving up. So, like, that person makes – he's a leader. Right. He's a leader. Like, when things go bad on defense, as fans, who do you look to to be like, okay – like, you know how you be like, man, come on, man, we need to play. Used to watch Baltimore back in the day, like man, we need to play. Yeah, you knew Ray, Ray was gonna come Ray up with it, or Ray Lewis, and sometimes Terrell Suggs, right? Yeah. Or when you used to watch Pittsburgh, you like man, they need to play. Troy, Troy Potamalu, James Harrison. Used to watch the Patriots slash the Eagles. They need to play. Asante Sandals. Ty Law. Ty Law. So you know what I'm saying? Like it's Teddy Bruschi. Like they, you know Yeah, it's just certain players when the moment is big, they show up the You know they got somebody that's gonna show up and make yes. that play, and make the play. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, as the defense, you know, after even that Chicago, pick six, even Chicago when they had Peanut Tillman. He yes. My shit. You can honestly give Richard Sherman that tag because yeah. they tried his ass with a sorry receiver <laughs> like Michael Crabtree, and that's the result that you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't you ever talk about me? Who? <laughs> Aaron Andrews was so confused. She said, "Who? Michael Crabtree?" Oh, she. Oh, okay. Like we, I, we didn't even know yeah, this had, was a had, thing. Yeah, no idea. Y'all had this type of issue. Yeah, and so it's like, but after that pick six again, we're gonna get to it. But after that pick six, I was watching to see. On defense, who was going to step up and be like, all right, we still good. It's a whole game left. But you could tell some guys still have that bad Browns mentality. Who is our defensive signal caller on the field? Is it Taki Taki just because naturally he's your middle linebacker? Because if that's the case, it says a lot because it's not a, he doesn't stand out when watching the game. I see him more on special teams than I do when we're on defense. And it's like, wait, he's the starter? Because it's all those run gaps that they don't plug at all. Mm-hmm. And a lot of missed tackles. Hence why James Conner ended up getting over 100 yards. He's he's not that good. He's not that good. He's effective. Yeah. He's effective. Yeah. But it's it's like we're, we get, we're fortunate enough to see Chubb and Hunt. And we see what top-tier running backs look like. We see what missed tackles look like for real. Yeah. And so, like, when we see James Conner, it's like, eh. And honestly, we had the better receiving group. We had the better running backs. We had the better tight ends. They had, I would give them they have the better defense. But when I see their defense, man, I see so many dogs. So many dogs, Bud bro. Dupree, TJ Watt, 
Hayward. Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt. They coming. Uh, shit, the one linebacker Devin, before he got hurt, Devin, Devin Bush. Bush, before he went down. They're coming. Like, they, on your, got, they are on your ass, and you know it. And then you got the experience of a Joe Hayden and the athleticism and the and the the intelligence of a Fitzpatrick back there. Mm-hmm. And you see what those guys can do. Like, all we got to do is really just do our job, and our front seven is going to get the job done. And now I think we can start making that transition. So, again, the note, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to switch. I'm not. Um, but yeah, because Terrence Mitchell can't come. Yes, I think yesterday showed a lot of the holes on our know, defense. I don't know why. I don't know why the Browns aren't looking to bring in secondary help. But yes, I understand Carl Joseph have a, a hamstring injury, and Rodney. Yes, I understand um, Rodney got a concussion. I'm pretty sure he'll be back next game. Mm-hmm. However, um, as far as that safety position, Sandejo is not the answer. We've seen it from game one. He is not the guy that needs to be back there. Uh, mm-hmm. On the opposite side of Denzel Ward when it comes to the cornerback position. Terrence Mitchell, Terrence Mitchell, bro. he may can tackle a little bit, but he cannot cover, and it is showed. There's a difference between We've seen tackling. We've the other regimes he was under. When he was under with Hugh mm-hmm. and goddamn Freddie. He can't, can't, he can't cover. Can't cover. He can't cover. It's a difference between tackling and locking up. He tackles once the first down is given up. He tackles once the first down is given up. And it's like they like every time it was a third down, Ben Roethlisberger threw to his side. And Chase Claypool had that wonderful catch down the sideline. Oh, yeah. Lucky he didn't score. <laughs> I mean, they eventually scored, but he lucky he didn't <laughs> score on him. Right. And so it's like watching our defense, it's bad because at one point in time, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers had – I don't know what formation came up, but Sandejo and Mitchell was on the same side of the field, and it was bad. It was bad because I think the play before Sandejo went to go tackle Connor in the in the hole and got shook and just dove, and then okay, the next play Terrence Mitchell gives up easy coverage. He has to give himself at least twelve yards just so he can stay on top of the guy. As a cornerback, you could not give no damn receiver twelve yards because I'm just gonna run hitches. I'm gonna just run run hitches and stops all game long, and then soon as you bite up, we taking you up top. Denzel was got exposed. Yes, he, he, he did. bit on something crazy hard. You talking about being wide open, boy? Like everybody, oh, it, was James, it was James Washington, their third bro. receiver. Bro, everybody's told their third receiver, dude. Got off on a starting corner like that. Everybody, like, it was like a zone-type man. Like, he, he was off coverage. But everybody knows you're not supposed to look in the backfield. They ran him. They ran. They showed him that look a few times. And he knew. They knew right where his eyes was about to go. And, like, so he was trying to keep it all in. And he looked at Ben Roethlisberger and jumped that out route. And... He knew he was beat to the point. As soon as Ben Roethlisberger threw it, he just ran to the like he just ran to where okay, just get ready for the field goal. <laughs> like it was like, damn, bro, you you bit on that shit so much. So it was I, I was looking for Sandejo. Like I know it's his, I, it's man, not listen. like oh man, shit, what's so crazy? He wouldn't even want getting exploited that game. Like no, that. and I thought they was gonna test him early and often, bro. Did Mac Wilson play? 
I'm starting to think he's not even healthy enough to be Bruh. playing because this dude snap count is low. So I've said I said this, and I can't. I looked at it. Um, I said I like BJ Goodson. I do too. He had ten tackles. Miles Garrett freaking had his sack tackle for loss, four tackles, three solo. Miles Garrett showed up. It was truly the secondary, and and our linebackers' inability. Taki Taki had three tackles. How do you have? As how do you have linebacker. three tackles as a middle linebacker when the team ran the ball thirty-seven times? How many missed tackles did he have? You know they're not going to give us that. You would have to go in depth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to watch that game. All how, over again. as a linebacker, a middle linebacker, how do you have three tackles and the team ran the ball thirty-seven times and they passed the ball twenty-two? So you should have had more tackles than that. Just tackle on some receivers. Mm-mm. That's ugly. That's effort. How Sheldrick Redwine got more tackles than you? Cause they shit. Cause he was helping him run support, getting the missed, <laughs> getting the tackles that Taki Taki missed. Wow. Terrence Mitchell every week has a lot of tackles just because he has to tackle the nigga that beat him. Right. Like no interceptions. Shout shit. Out to Redwine on getting that sack too. I know he went through uncovered. That was a good blitz call on that one. I know we're not really a blitzing team, but that was a good blitz on that play. I thought that was an opportunity that we could swing momentum, mm-hmm. but <laughs> we're getting well. there. Because, <laughs> okay. yeah, that was that was for the half, right, yeah. when we got that sack, and yeah. then it was like, yeah, because him and BJ, I think, cleaned yeah. it up. And then it was like, oh, we about to get the ball back. It, and that was the whole thing. We were down 24-0. Um, we got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, damn, if we can get a stop, get the ball back again, get, get points. Goal. At least a field goal. You're 10. Yep, that's 10. And you get the ball out of half, and potentially you could score a touchdown. Now you got a 17-24 to game. It's a brand-new ball game. Yep. But, again, like earlier when y'all was dogging me for when uh, – Kevin Stefanski took the three points at ha- before the half. I was mad at that. I know. I know. We oh, we talking to those. Oh, the, the others. <laughs> we talking to the ears. <laughs> so people was dogging me. I'm like, man, you take the points. No, we need to get a touchdown. No, no you don't. You don't man. Because that three points is what set the difference, especially when you're getting the ball back. And they went down the field and scored. Like, bro, like it. it and I know it's easier said than done, but it was very simple. It was very likely. He couldn't. I'm. I'm ready. How, before you do that, how do you feel about People's Jones returning to Rock? As far as punt return, kick return, I don't care because at this point, you know the NFL has done everything that they can to take away kickoff returns in the league. Uh, so what about punt return? Because for some reason, I don't think. I think I didn't see him do that shit return, at Michigan. I think the, for some reason. Because me personally, even when he came out of Michigan, I've always thought he was just okay. I never thought that he I was like that explosive. You know, he's a player. Michigan guy, but. Yeah, I never thought he was like that explosive player yeah. that's like, oh, he a game-changing return man or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But watching him return punts, like, to me. It doesn't look natural. It doesn't look natural, and it looks like the game is too fast for him. Because the way that he, you know what I'm saying? Rookie, not. OTA training yeah, camp. He never I, had that that opportunity to transition. Um, okay. Especially with this organization. We're still figuring it out. It's not like he's a Clyde Edwards Hilaire who could just walk into a Super Bowl team with an Andy right, Reid, right, right, Travis right. Kelsey, and just plug him in and he's fucking looking like <laughs> Maurice Jones Drew and shit. 
But it's just like, yeah. So with with some players, they needed that that time. I got you. That and, makes sense. I just, but, I just really can't get. But over you can. T- I don't remember tackles at middle linebacker. That's one of these things I can't get over. I need way more out of you as a middle linebacker. That game was set up perfect for you. Like that's the thing as a middle linebacker in the AFC North. You knew Ray was going to get his tackles because you knew Pittsburgh was going to try to run the ball. Mm-hmm. You He's knew be around that football mm-hmm. every time. Like even when the Steelers used to play against the Ravens, you knew linebackers was going to be involved. Like every trip. Like man. So I have this theory. Baker Mayfield was dinged up coming into the game, right? And um, Baker Mayfield was dinged up with the ribs from the previous week against the Colts. He didn't practice that much this week, right? I think he threw on Friday. He threw to the trainers on Thursday. Um, and then he threw on Friday at practice and mm-hmm. basically was a game-time decision. Was in pain all week. Was he, in pain all he was, week. He was he was adamant about playing. Right. Um, My man raised no punk. As, as, play, as a player who got to play in college and to see some of the behind-the-scenes things that happened when players are hurt and what the team would do to get that player to play, um, I've seen players drugged up and play – a whole game high as hell just to be out there. I've seen guys get quarter zone shots on a Saturday, so it can be basically good mm-hmm. for, uh, I mean, or excuse me, Friday, so they can be good for Saturday. And so as the NFL, um, you know they're doing way more to get these players ready for the game. After five weeks, everybody's banged up. Mm-hmm. And so you, you hear – Tyrod Taylor, he had a broke rib, and he was about to play. Like, why did like when I heard that, I was just like, so everybody tripping about this shot. But it's like, well, how about they was about to let that nigga play with a bro- broke rib? Like nobody getting fuck about that. No, they like that's what I'm saying. Like the things that these organizations do to make sure their players can play. That's not player safety. And then you try to administer a a shot to his ribs and accidentally puncture his lung and it's just like so i know they gave something to baker i can honestly say now that i'm talking about it now was the nigga high nope you don't think he was drugged up and that's why the fuck he was nope i'm just trying to come up with something i'm just trying to give us another perspective because it's either i ain't giving it to him if you're hurt if you're that hurt i know and that's the thing you could be me. banged up, right? And your coach would be like, can you go? You're going to say yes. And your coach are, is going to trust you. But if I come out and I'm not looking like myself and now my play on the field is hurting the team, the coach has to make the decision to take you out. And it's not even a tough decision. So I think like after I thought leaving into the halftime, I didn't think we were going to see Baker in the third because he was playing that bad. And it was just like people want to blame. They're still people still trying to blame Odell. People actually blame Kevin Stefanski for what? like blame him for what? Talk about his game plan could have been better. Oh, okay. And I was just like, that's not it. You can have the best game plan ever, but if your quarterback cannot carry out your your game plan, there's nothing you can do. And I think that's kind of more so what it was. We got to see. 
Baker, he made our offense look anemic. He we never were was able to establish a rhythm. Baker set the tone for how this day was going to go the With minute the pick he threw six. that pick six. On the third play of the that game. That set the entire tone for the day. Mm-hmm. Clean pocket. Clean-ass pocket. You had an over-pursuing T.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Double slants. And you force a throw to a guy that you literally was staring down before you even snapped the ball. Matter of fact, you made your mind that you was throwing that ball to Harrison Bryant before you even came out the huddle. Mm-hmm. And for you to not go to your progressions, see that that shit is covered, hit the secondary slant for, to Odell. The next window. Which was, was the next window. A yep. short window, but in the fail, it's a window that you need to be able to throw into. Yep. Even outside of that, you could have waited for Harrison Bryant to clear Mika Fitzpatrick because he, like, he was crashing down. Baker, you know, he's not going to be that patient in the pocket to let all that but happen. He, he's not, and he had the time to do so. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he took his ass out there and threw that pick six the way that he did, it set the just tone. let me know, like, this is going to be a long-ass day. Mm-hmm. And when and that happened. It didn't come back. It, let me say this, and you can pick it Baker, back up. Like, like we said before off-air, Baker really had three picks yesterday. Mm-hmm. Three bad picks. Yeah. So what else do people need to see to know that Baker is not the guy for Cleveland? He, the writing is on the wall at this point, people. I So I get they want to go back to the 29 touchdown Baker. That shit is over. That's that's not happening again. He'll he'll be around like twenty two. That Baker's not coming back. Rookie year Baker's that's over with. Teams have a film on him, and I, and so like, I got to say this too. So with that interception, I think it set the tone with the Pittsburgh defense, where it's like they were they they were kind of wanting to see what this new Baker is like under Stefanski. And when he threw that interception, it was like, oh, oh look. this is the same Baker. We're good. They nothing let nothing it, to worry about they here, let guys. It be known straight up, like Baker, we about to be in your face. He still all can't day. read a defense. He, he still gets he still gets happy feet. He still gets happy feet when when he when he sees a lot of people at the line pre snap, and they were freaking. They saw that and they was like, "Oh, we're good." Like the defense was more relaxed. And was like, "Oh yeah, we got this. Oh yeah, we about to just load this box." And if he like, I have to ask this. So, um. You know, you watch a lot of games. Has Baker beat a top team yet since being in the league? No, he has not. He's only beat bottom tier teams, and just this year he started beating those middle, those middle of the pack, you know, teams that make the playoffs but get bounced first round type teams. Baker can't beat teams that make him play quarterback. I know that may sound crazy. Does that sound crazy? Boy. Does that make sense? Did this get dark in here? It's a storm rolling in. Because I mean, God. You just said something with that. I'm just saying. That's crazy. Can you say that? Can you say that again for me? <laughs> wow. I'm Baker, really like. Baker can't beat teams that make him play quarterback. That's crazy. I, and that is I, wild. You know, you be. That, that's 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 Prophet P right there. Well, you know. That's Prophet P. <laughs> hey, Damn. Man. Like, that's one of the most enlightened things I've heard today. I had to really think about it. 
That's crazy because it's like, nigga, you're a quarterback, and you cannot beat teams that make you play your position. It's wild, ain't it? That's very deep. It maybe it's I'm I'm dead ass serious. Like I don't know if that y'all listening is like, damn, he right. Like this shit is crazy. Like that, think about that. Like you're the quarterback. You cannot beat teams that make you play your position. What? What? That is crazy. Like it's your job you're to do to what the, you're to do that position. You're supposed to be the catalyst of this shit. But when people make you sit back there, be like, you know what? We're going to make you play today. We want you to beat us. Bruh. What you going to do? I'm going to add to that. So basically what you saying is, because they want, we got Odell. Yeah. Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Who's, who has played in Pro Bowls. Man, we got Kareem, a, who was the leading rusher yeah. in the league his rookie year. You got a Nick Chubb. You went and got a very good offensive line, and and you went and picked up Conklin. We have a top five offensive line in the league. Signing at Wyatt Teller, you got Austin Hooper, you got a so nice wait, tight end. So basically, rookie and Harrison. We Bryant. got all these. We got Ferrari parts with a four key, right? That's crazy. Because I think the key is the quarterback. Because he's not the engine. The engine is your offensive line that gets everything going. Mm-hmm. You got your, you got your, yo, 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 speed tires. That's your receivers. That's your LED headlights. You got that. You got the 500 horsepower. That's your running backs with the engine in the back, though. The engine in the back. The engine in the, back. in the back. So that bitch is that bitch is made to go fast. I mean, hey, and be powerful. But then, so you saying Baker? So the key that goes into the ignition that will put all that together to make that car. Zero to sixty. You would think he's so the key is wrong. Yeah, he in there with a um a key to a Monte Carlo. Baby, Hon- this Honda, I ain't gonna give him Honda Civic. He's a little bit better. This is a Monte Carlo. This old one Monte Carlo. Chrysler three hundred. Chrysler three. No, I ain't even give him that. Chrysler three hundred. No, I'm gonna give him a two thousand one. The Rolls Royce bot. The Rolls Monte Carlo. He no. He look. Oh, he, he the old body Chrysler 300 because he thought he was a Rolls Royce. With the, with the, uh, he thought he was a Phantom. He with thought the he was, Phantom sticker. Yeah, he, the Phantom yeah okay. he thought he was big shit, but then that <laughs> Phantom really pulled up on him, and it was like, damn, I'm just a Chrysler 300. Like Cat Williams said, I don't even want to be on the street no more. Yeah, yeah so damn. Because it's like, man, honestly, I'm not saying – we couldn't beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was somebody who was saying we were going to beat them by 14. I but I said too. if we were healthy. But even if we lost, we were supposed to be more competitive than that. And I think within the locker room, a lot of guys who already – I think Jarvis and Odell already lost faith in Baker. They just believe in Stefanski's philosophy. And they know for, uh, Stefanski's philosophy is what the Browns need. Yes. But I think – more people in the locker room and the organization, your Andrew Berry's, who didn't draft Baker, oh, and Stefanski, who inherited Baker, they're all starting to see, like, yeah. You this, ain't it, We brother. can't, like, if uh, if Baker had to throw the ball 35 times a game, how many games will we win? Not a lot. We would be around about 4-12, and 12, right? Mm-hmm. You'll beat Cincinnati twice, and then you'll probably get one or two from non-conference opponents. Right, we'd be lucky if we beat Cincinnati the second time. You know that line, that D line getting healthy. Yep, and that motherfucker got the ball to AJ Green. I know that they was up. They was up twenty one on the Colts. I'm just saying. And last I checked, the Colts defense was still decent. I'm just saying. And it's like going back to you know what I'm saying saying making him play quarterback. 
people want to give flack to Lamar Jackson about him being a runner, you know, a run first quarterback and things like that. So when it comes time for Lamar Jackson to make plays, he can make plays. And people don't want to give him that credit and just try to make it look like, oh, he's just a running quarterback. He can't make all of those, blah, 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 blah. But when Lamar Jackson is called upon to make certain plays as the quarterback, he can do that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes-esque. He does it Lamar Jackson's way. And when it comes to Baker Mayfield, what is the Baker Mayfield way? We're just asking you. We're just asking you at this point, just get the damn ball to the guys when they're open. He can. And he misses so many open targets. He lacks, like I said, he lacks the patience of a quarterback because he refuses to step into the pocket. He's rattled where every time he steps, every time he snaps the ball, he's already shook. He's he can't already step in the pocket run. because he's little. He can't step in the pocket. He can't go through progression because, like you said, he's little. He can't see. He mm-hmm. can't see the field. That's period. You can't rely on a 5'10", my 5'9 quarterback with that doesn't have the knowledge of the game of a Drew Brees, or the, the athleticism. Of game, of athleticism of a Russell Wilson. Or you, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Like, you can't rely on Baker to do that. He thinks he has that athleticism, but he doesn't. He, he takes doesn't. 92 steps and goes nowhere. Mm. Like, if you got to make all these juke moves and steps and all that type of stuff, and you only go on one yard, bro, like, everyone's faster than you. So, <laughs> again, um, and even when he tried to throw, like, try to when he tried to make a play, like, seven instances, like, we're going to use Aaron Rodgers, even though he had a terrible game. I'm use Aaron Rodgers. He gets in trouble, pocket collapses. Or Deshaun Watson gets in trouble, pocket collapses. They roll out, scan the whole field. As they're rolling, their eyes are downfield. Baker thinks he's looking downfield. Mm-mm. But all he can see is probably about the first three people that's in front of him, which is usually the, de- the defense and one Browns player, mm-hmm. and think like, well, shit. Remember that meme? Odell and Jarvis down there somewhere. Fuck it. Fuck it. Just throw it up. And that's what those interceptions was. And so, again, I'm going to say something, but I'm going to counter my own point. As a quarterback, you're taught to be poised in the pocket. Mm -hmm. But you're 5'10", 5'11", 215 pounds, right? So, in high school, you can get away with that. In certain college programs... You can get away with that. In the NFL, it is rare for a guy outside of your Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. But the thing is, they have poise in the pocket. They've done so much film study. And they know they're passing windows. They know, they know they're passing windows. They know windows. where everyone is going to be at on their offense. And so what happens is they're poised in the pocket. They step up in the pocket. And they also are very accurate where they can take a little bit off their p- passes. Mm-hmm. They everything Baker could not step up in the pocket and throw it because he throws it hard. He's not going to be able to step up in the pocket and throw over six, seven guys. And I mean, I'm not six. I'm not saying six yeah, or seven guys. I'm saying the he, height he of the six, have, seven lineman or six, five lineman. That, he doesn't have the touch to make those like you said, Rose, when you throws. step up in the window, you got to be able to Drop get it, it over that, that linebacker. Drop it in that bread basket. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Odell's open between the safety and the linebacker, but do you have enough touch to get it over that linebacker and drop it into Odell? Just no. Like the, just like the pick he had through against uh, Washington. No, Washington. I'm going to go Washington. Washington, okay. When he tried to hit. He should went to Colts because that linebacker was standing right there. I if it was Harrison or who, The tight end, he threw it in double coverage. But he threw it in double coverage, but if he had touch, he it would have went right over that. Safety. Over that safety's head. Yep. 
shit, if you look at it, like, everything's on a rope. And so what I'm saying is also as a quarterback. He throws off a of one foot a lot. Even when you step up in the pocket, you have to trust that your linemen are doing your job. Yeah, man. You have to trust that they're doing their job. And I think a lot of times when he steps up in the pocket, he starts to worry about other people's jobs. He steps up in the pocket, and instead of keeping his eyes downfield and processing processing what he's seeing, processing what he's seeing, he starts to look at what the linemen are doing around him. And then he'll look back up and try to say, oh, yeah, Odell was open before I looked down. He should still be open. No, this is the NFL, motherfucker. How many seconds? Windows are closing. How many seconds do you think a quarterback got to throw the ball? I think it's like three. Three seconds, right? It's like three. So you would think as a year three quarterback that you will have that three-second clock in your head that, okay, first read's not there, move, go through progressions. But it's not – you shouldn't have that read in your head. It should be so routine to this point. It's just me- muscle memory. It it's just like, and that's it, it. Can't be muscle memory to him because he he doesn't have the ability. He doesn't have that stronger knowledge of the game from the quarterback standpoint to be able to process everything that's happening on the field as far as like where his weapons are, where they're going to be. And the clock that he has in his head, along with the rush that's coming along with him, he can't process all of that shit because coming out of Oklahoma, playing under Lincoln Riley, he didn't. Ne- he never had to do it. Yeah, Everything it was Lincoln Riley's system quick, quick. that 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 helped him. And I think also, and that shit ain't gonna work in the NFL. That one read stuff is not gonna cut it. It's not because because they're taking away your strength in the NFL. Point blank, period. And. How many times did you see T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree timing up this nigga snap? And like, you're making it hard for your tackles to do their job because Everybody your cadence, cadence. is yeah, – you know your cadence. So, obviously, we may have somebody who don't know what the cadence is. The cadence is your process of what you go through before you set the ball. Like, down, like high school is like ready, set, go. Like, ready. Uh-huh. Blue 42. Even with a hard count. Red 88. You know what I mean? Like, to draw them off sides. Baker does not do that. Like, and I'm just saying, like, you come to the huddle. Blue 82. 52 is the mic. 52 is the mic. You know why you say that? I'm going to get to it. 52 is the mic. You say that to let your linemen know where to set their their alignment. Like, okay, we're going left. We established where the – um. we established – we established where the – uh. Which way we're going? We're we're blocking right. So Ringo, Ringo, Blue eighty two, fifty two is the mic. I'm not the mic. Mm-hmm. I'm, not the, I'm mic. not the mic. I'm not the mic. Who that with Tony Romo? Yeah, bro, that was hilarious. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not the mic. I'm not the mic. <laughs> we're straight to him. <laughs> right. It's like so. Yeah. So it's like what I noticed right away was. So what I noticed right away was when Case Keenum came in. His cadence was more long and drawn out where Pittsburgh actually couldn't just pin their tails back and blitz. He came out like, ready. And I saw him ready where TJ Watt couldn't just ready, set, hut. And he just timing it up. It was like, oh, he came to the line and had to push up on them toes a little bit and prevent himself from crossing that that neutral zone infraction. Mm -hmm. I was like, that right there for me was like, damn, there's already a difference in between these two. And I saw him throwing in windows that was the same windows that Baker 
wasn't throwing into. And I was just like, obviously, you know, he has a better understanding of Kevin Stefanski's offense, but he's also a better student of the game. He knows that offense. And Baker. Baker, like, and that's what I think. I love competition. If you can, if you can, so as an all-state receiver, if if we get a receiver that's gonna come in and you say that he's gonna take my spot, I'm not gonna be like, man, fuck that. I'm about to transfer. Or I want to go somewhere else. Like, I'm like, I love that because what you bring to the table is gonna make me better. Right. It'll make you hungry. It's competition now. Like shit, like. Because I know if I don't fucking get open, you're going to be getting my catches. Right. So it's like, shit, I'm about to be working on my route runner, working on how to get separation so that my production doesn't go down. You're bringing something out of me. And so with Baker, I think a lot of times, not even just Baker, I think sometimes with athletes, they get comfortable with their position because there's no competition. And Baker, knowing he's the starting quarterback every week, he doesn't do a little bit of film study. Think about, think about fucking Jamarcus Russell. The Oakland Raiders, he knew he was a starter. He didn't put any work into the game. They gave him blank tapes and asked him how was the film study going. He said, "Yeah, coach, it's been good. Been working on the, been pick, been reading blitz coverages." Not knowing that the tape that they gave him didn't have anything on it. So the fact that he came with an answer saying. Yeah, I've been watching blitzes. How the fuck you been watching blitzes when there's nothing on these tapes? He was watching uh, All My Children. (laughs) (laughs) It's the real Hunger Games. (laughs) He was watching bootleg bootleg movies on Friday. He didn't even know. But it's just like he was comfortable in his position. And and it never never made him have that competitive spirit because his shit was handed to him. Baker has had everything handed to him since he's been in the league. That's true. And you could tell from his – readiness his preparedness his preparation like how are you in year three i know you have a new offense coordinator but you heard the moment that joe burrow was drafted he started studying the cincinnati uh playbook so much so that when they did get to camp he had to slow down because some of the other rookies didn't know what the fuck he was talking about he making audibles and calls and they looking like what like, they had to ask their rookie quarterback to slow down on the playbook because you're, you're ahead of other guys. Baker Mayfield, fucking whatever Stefanski calls, he runs it. How do, so it's like, coach, we've all been in moments where it's like, coach, I saw something different, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they could have put 11 in the box, right? <laughs> they could have put 11 in the box on first and 10. Baker's still running that play. He ain't going to fucking quick snap and throw it out to Ar- Odell or Jarvis because there ain't nobody out there. No pre-snap reads, man. He what comes y'all out. The, why y'all there with the, with, the, with the car shield on his wrist and he ain't going to use it? That's just ter- for terminology. Like, God. Dang. That's just for t- P. That's just for terminology. I hated it in college because my college tried to make us wear that shit. And I'm like, I'm not wearing this shit as a receiver. You know, I'll be trying to get swaggy, get jiggy man, with the I shit. I get it, but it's like, even with the terminology, though, like, knowing that you had that there, and like you said. That means you don't know the playbook. Wow. Like, you don't know the playbook like the back of your hand. That's just so, you know, when the coach calls mm-hmm. play 27, you look at it. All right, we're going to go deuce right, Raider red, uh-huh. Z flash, Y stick, on two. Ready? That's just for that. So the fact that you don't know the plays. That's concerning, man. It's Overly it's more concerning. telling. And I think as a, as a group, as a collective, because, you know, you still had a lot of uh, 
Baker sexuals, I'll call them. The Baker sexuals. I think after today, there's starting to be more of a consensus of like, yeah, we're not picking up your fifth year option. Yeah, that's not. Man, and I'm up. and I don't want a rookie quarterback. I don't want to start that process over. But I think the writing's on the wall for who he is as a quarterback. Like I think this motherfucker has hit his ceiling. He hit his ceiling rookie year. And we, but we were just so we were just so hopeful, just so hopeful that he didn't. You know, say we thought we was gonna get that back again, but he definitely hit that ceiling. Definitely hit that ceiling. So it's like, and you're right. I agree with you. Would not want to start the rookie process over again. But my God, this dude Baker is bad, man. It's like, and that's laughable now. Like he's really he's bad. I'm fine with letting him rock for the rest of the season, though. That's cool. And I know I said as long we're as we're four and games, two. And so I know I'm I said fine. I can, yeah, no, that, I'm I'm cool with that. And I, I just I don't think he should play this week. If we're if we're winning games, I remember I said I'm cool with him throwing an interception or two if we're winning games. Mm-hmm. But at the detriment of the team, though, bro. Like, yeah, he. You, you have know. to be able to be like, coach. I'm, and you knew Pittsburgh was gonna try to you up anytime. Anytime a team know that you're hurt in any way, shape, or form, they're I, they're bro, gunning for you. If your ankle is messed up, trust me. When I tackle you, I'm I'm they're going grabbing low. your ankle. They're going and then low. when we're in the dog pile, I'm using my metal face mask and I'm putting that. I'm digging that bitch into your ankle until the ref come get me. So, yeah. If your forearm is messed up, I'm 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 whacking you on your forearm. Soon as you soon as they snap the ball. And I know they're trying to say, oh, well, Baker was hurt. You know, Baker was hurt. Rib injury. Maybe it was affecting his throwing. Maybe it was doing this. Maybe it was doing that. Okay, he, now check this out. If you're that hurt, and with oh yes, we saw you were hurt. Mm-hmm. We saw how slow you was getting up. Mm-hmm. If you're that hurt and you're that shook in the pocket from getting hit, that you don't want to get hit no more. Mm-hmm. You're playing football. You're going to get hit. Mm-hmm. You're going to get touched. Mm-hmm. If it's that bad, sit your ass down, rest, heal. Because now you're making the team look bad. Yep. Trust your teammates. Trust your backup to hold it down for you. And Baker honestly, arrogant ass don't want to lose his spot because he know he will. Yep. Yep. He know he will. And I honestly, I think if they sit Baker this week, we'll beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Not this. No. Then follow me, listen, right? listen to what I said. I thought we got a we do. So I said if they rest oh, Baker okay, this okay, week, okay. rest him against the Bengals. And okay, I got you. Because you want to know you. why? What's up? So if they rest Baker this week, um, Case Keenum comes in. I don't. I think either one of them can beat Cincinnati. I just don't want Baker banged up, and this injury turns into a long term injury in terms of like nagging rest of the season. Yeah. So what I'm saying and is, we got a bye week coming up too. Exactly. Right? And so it's just like, my thing is let Baker rest this week. But then also what it does is it gives the Raiders something else to worry about on on film, on tape, right? Yeah. So it's like, damn, we can just have it like, oh, we don't know if Baker's starting this week or Case Keenum. So now yo, the Raiders' whole week, when they're doing scout team, they don't know what fucking quarterback to – who they're preparing for. Mm-hmm. So again, it's a psychological thing. And I think, okay, Baker ends up starting against the Raiders, but then it's like, he's healthy, right? We're able, we've been putting up 30 points with him at quarterback when healthy. And then it's like, get through that Raiders game. And then you go into your bye week and then you can get into some hot shit because like you're rolling. 
Um, we still got Case Keenum to get on the field. So, you know, he got some some reps. And now you – so if Baker do go down, now it ain't like it's been eight weeks since Case Keenum got to throw a ball at the meaningful game. This is the same offense Case Keenum ran with the Vikings when they made to the uh, – when it was in the playoffs. And they lost to the um, – Rams. Rams. Was that the AFC champ? I mean the NFC, NFC championship. He went it's to the NFC championship. Same game. offense. Yep. Yerps. And he had Thielen and Stephon Diggs looking like Pro Bowlers at the time. But they decided to go with Kirk fucking Cousins. You like that, don't you? Average. You like that. And they guarantee that man eighty four eighty four. Don't oh, forget them. Don't leave that man four million dollars out there. Gosh, that's they guarantee his whole contract because they thought he would take them to the next level. And he was the missing piece. They thought he was the, the missing piece. And he then trying to make it seem like Stephon Diggs was the problem. Yep. And they got rid of Stephon Diggs because Stephon Diggs was like, "Nigga, I'm not getting the ball. I need to rock." Who's balling, by the way, in Buffalo? Who's balling? And the, the, they're what? They're four and one. And who's one and four? They lost to the Falcons, which I mm. did say. Mm. Dan Quinn was out of there. He was the one holding them back in Atlanta. <laughs> they put a whoop. Like, Kirk Matt Cousins. When I went off. Kirk Cousins is fucking leading the league in interceptions. In six games, he has ten interceptions. He threw three in the first half, yes, on Sunday. What's so crazy is that that Monday night game against Seattle, I was like, is he actually going to get his primetime moment? Then he threw a pick. Mm-mm. He threw a pick. Yep. In a bad time. KJ mm-hmm. Wright with the one hander on his ass. It was so soft, too. It wasn't like he had to catch a heater. No. That bitch was like, I'll play catch like this with my son. Yeah, let, me, let me get that real quick. Yeah, man. So it's just like, but this is what I'm saying. Case Keenum was a guy who would just a couple years removed from leading a team to an NFC championship and beat the Saints, who were the favorites, to win the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. I know an improbable thing happened with. Fucking PJ Williams, uh, fucking missing that tackle on Stephon Diggs. Hey, Mar- Marshawn Lattimore. No, no, Marshawn. Hell no. You think we would have let Marshawn? That was Marshawn. Nigga, that was PJ Williams at safety sure? that came down and blew that damn tackle. You sure? 1,000% sure. Okay. Trust me on this, P. You don't have to look it up. You think in Cleveland we would have let Marshawn live blowing a play like that? First of all, why wasn't Marshawn? Lattimore checking him in the first place. You really going to do this? I am going to You going to embarrass me. Yeah. Marcus Williams. Marcus. Marcus they got a they got a PJ Williams okay. too. Marcus it was not Williams. no goddamn Marshawn. Yeah, Cuz he was taking his head down. Missed everything. Tried to uh, like he tried to avoid the pass interference. All he had to do was just make a tackle. Wait till that nigga catch the ball and just wrap him up from the back. He went But that's Case Keenum too. You want to know what Case this looks Keenum, like? That nigga looked like when you play a Madden and you hit the hit stick and hit you miss early. and your yeah. nigga just, <laughs> just stumble, that's exactly what he did. But it's like Case Keenum. He put the ball in the hands of his playmaker. Talking that shit now, P. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, right? I saw my boy uh, OG Von B. Um, <laughs> I guess he <laughs> – Come on, man. I guess he was like <laughs> – I'm going to just assume that he was basically salty about the Browns game. Yeah. I'm Again, I'm fine with losing with Pittsburgh, but not like that. Not like that. I can see if it was a close loss, <laughs> I'd be, be okay. 
He was but like Brock was upset. He was polling. I got on social media. I went to bed, bro. I was yeah. I saw his poll uh, that he put on uh, Instagram. Let me Browns. tell you about my night. So my not my no my my goal for the game was you know like you know I don't be drinking drinking, mm-hmm. but I was excited for this game. You know I'm like shit. I said they went by fourteen. Yeah. My my intention was I was gonna take a shot of Espalon every time the Brown score. That was my. I'm like hell yeah. I'm drinking today. Hell yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a shot sober every hell. time the Browns score. We putting up 30. I should at least get like five shots, right? Sober, sober as hell. Nigga, I, I said, okay, got my sip. I'm like, he didn't, I, he didn't crack the seal on that bottle. Mess up the, I think that did. mug's still you sitting over there. The seal, we did get seven. We got, we're I got six. one we got sip. Touchdown. I started drinking for other shit. Like, at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I'm drinking because somebody made a tackle. Yeah. And then it's like, I'm just drinking a drink at this point. But what happened was, bro, I went to sleep at 8 o'clock. I was in bed, like, nighty night, 8 o'clock. And it was like, I, I woke up with an attitude. Like, I, I text you early in the morning, like, bro, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up when you wake yeah, up. Yeah, was pissed. Because, like, it, that shit was sizzling in my spirit. I'm like, I cannot believe he played this bad. This is This is our guy. Good old Baker Mayfield. Like, y'all been telling me he's this, he's that. He's the worst quarterback in the AFC North. If you wanna if you wanna dispute that, hit me up on STFU Sports Podcast page, or if you want to hit me up directly at dev underscore Jen, we could talk that shit. But Mm -hmm. if we so let let me that's what I'm saying. My my fault with the Brock shit. Okay. (laughs) I went to bed at eight, so I didn't see the poll when it was up. So I woke up. And his his polling question was, "Is Baker the problem?" My I answered like, "Nigga, yes." I was like, Absolutely. "I was like, yes, nigga, absolutely." And then like, I think it's starting to be a consistent thing where it's like he truly is the problem because when you have a bad quarterback, you can't get your running game started because with Kareem Hunt, what's going to happen is teams are going to load the box, so that takes away your run game. But a good quarterback can open up your run game. Look what Aaron Rodgers does for for, uh, Aaron Jones. Like, his ability to not allow defenses to load the box on him because he can light them up with his passing, that opens up his run game. Like, those two, like, one hand washes the other. A good running game can open up your passing game, right? Mm -hmm. A good passing game can open up your running game. Mm -hmm. One hand washes the other. But I think what Baker does, Baker does. Passing game does not open up our run game. The run game opens up his passing game. Yes. And if we can't get that established, what can he do for us? Nothing. Like, what? And, and I asked you this. I might have, we might have got it on wax. I know I've asked you this question several times over the last several weeks. I asked you, would you be okay with the interceptions that Baker throws? Because this is who he is. He's going to be a guy that has t- uh, touchdowns. He's going to be a guy that throws a lot of interceptions. He's basically Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. It, m- minus the yards. I'll probably take Jameis Winston over his ass. I wouldn't just because it's a chance that we can fucking break even and still just get a, a bigger quarterback who's eating W's. If he, got glasses, interceptions. if he got his glasses on. He got LASIK. He did get LASIK. But, again, we don't know what he is. He learning. Is he? Man. Like these are these are things that we're just 
thinking something out there. Yeah, like like we would think he is, but is he? Like, do we know? Really? I don't know. Um, that's a good question. But it's just like, man, like so. I saw I saw Vaughn posing that question, and I was just like, man, I think we all kind of know at this point, truly, what it is. Like, I think Baker hit a ceiling, and I don't think he's that good. He'll never make a Pro Bowl. And I don't, and I think, and I, and I truly could say this. I think at this point, without even knowing, he'll never win us a playoff game. He'll never make a Pro Bowl. And as long as he's our quarterback, we'll never be, We'll never be beating those top teams in the league. Because like, I, cause when we beat Pittsburgh, was it because of Baker Mayfield last year? No, no. Nick Chubb. When we beat Baltimore, was it because of Baker Mayfield? No. Or was it Nick Chubb? What we need out of Baker. Like, we've beaten these teams, in and in that's crazy. We've beaten what, both those teams when we were still bad. What we need out of Baker, he just doesn't have it. He what do we need out of him? Don't just say it. it, but what do we need out of him? I told you. I said it at the beginning of the podcast. Hey, it's coming to an end. He let's, needs let's to, he needs to be able to read defenses. He needs to make pre-snap breeds. He needs to be able to, like you said, make those changes that can open up the running game or open up the passing game in a way that he can't just rely on the, to look to the sideline and be like, yo, coach, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo. Yeah. Yo. yo. <laughs> like, he got to be able like. For instance, like he got to be able to sit at that line, like, okay, it's a double slant call, whatever, whatever, whatever. Or and just be like, okay, I see he's coming, he's doing this, blah, 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 and be able to make that change at the I'm, line. I'm ready for my time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He he can't do it. Or even with the throws, like, but he, he can't mm. make or he can't make certain throws. It's just, you know what? Hey, I got Let you. Go, he's, he's maxed out on his attributes. You know how, like, when you play in 2K, you, 2K, you play 2K, right? I haven't played Madden since Richard Sherman was on the cover. I ain't played 2K in a while, but I'm familiar with it. Okay. But, you know, you like so, like, you get penalized based off of your – the way you pick your guy from the start, right? Yeah. So, it's like, look, if you want to make a fucking 6'9 point guard, you can't – his speed is going to be only maxed out at 71. <laughs> but if you make him six foot, his speed can be maxed out at 99. Yeah. So, it's just like Baker could do all those things that you're talking about. He can get in the film room. Right, he could get better at pre-read snaps and be able to read the defense better. No, he can't. I'm saying no, you can't get better through that because <laughs> that's study. So you. if you got somebody pounding that shit, you can't get better. But again, he's maxed out on his attributes because still at the end of the day, he cannot change the fact that he's six foot. He cannot change the fact that he's two fifteen. We saw he cannot play at two twenty five. He was fat as shit and slow as shit last year. Uh-huh. So he really has to be a little quarterback. And what happens is though. When you're stepping up in the pocket and those defensive ends are grabbing you by your shoulder pad, you're not a big Ben, you're not a Lamar, you're not a Joe Burrow, where you're strong enough and big enough to just He's built like Drew shake Brees. them haters off. He's built like Drew Brees, man. He's not, though, because honestly, I think Drew Brees, when younger, and obviously he's about 41 now, he was a, he's a better athlete. He, cause, but Drew Brees had better feet in the pocket. When he dropped back at the top of his his drop, he's not standing dead. He's, yeah, keeping, his, his he's still moving. bouncing his because he needs moving. to be able to move here, move here. It's just like a boxer. Yeah, his feet's always you moving. got you got boxers so why, who can move why in year ring. three? Why in year three has he not implemented none of this into his game? What the film study? Yes, the film study. I think it's because the of, to keep the feet moving in the pocket, keep your eyes downfield, finding your passing windows, knowing that you have that 
you don't have that height, so you have to be able to find your pass windows. Know your pass windows. I think every player is built different. I don't. Some players don't take it serious. I've told you, P. I think truly, like what LeBron James does off the feet court is what makes him be able to be this dominant player for 17 years. This man takes care of his body. Uh-huh. He spends a million dollars in 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 physical therapy. He's he's she's stretching all the time. He's eating the right things. I know dudes in the NFL that still eats Burger King and McDonald's. I know niggas in the NFL or in D1 college powerhouse yeah, programs that still fucking eat pepperoni pizzas every day. I've seen it myself. Like that shit has a so it's again, some people take the shit serious. So I think like people some some players who have always had the shit handed to them, they just think it's just going to come to them because that's how it always was for them. But when you're in the league, we're all good. But that's the difference between a backup and a starter. Somebody like clearly like that that's truly what a backup and a starter is. I do something better than you or I do a multiple thing things better than you that you can't do and this is why I'm playing. Uh-huh. Cause right, cause look in the NFL, um, was Case Keenum not a dog ass quarterback at Houston? Yeah, throwing crazy ass numbers, right? But in the NFL, he's a backup. Why? Because the person in front of him could do more more things that they're asking as the quarterback to do than he can, right? Mm-hmm. And Jeff Fisher, <laughs> he's ruined <laughs> so many. Okay, Matt Liner. Yeah, he was just trash. But he was a dog. A dog in college, though. But guys, at least like, wait, you're not that good, are you? Like, what was that one cat from Hawaii? Colt, Colt Brennan. Yeah, boy, they Hawaii was spreading that. He man, he threw for damn near like going crazy, twelve thousand yards or some shit. Going college. crazy, yeah. And it's just like, man. So it's just like Baker can do those things to improve. In terms of okay, you can study a little bit more. Um, you can be get better in pre pre snap uh, reads, but then it's like, but then the second part is like you're still maxed out on them attributes. So you can do all that, but you you're you're still not gonna be able to stand tall in the pocket. You could throw a little better, but that's it. Like, bro, I'm, I'm pissed. Baker, Baker is who he is, man. He's and maxed out on attributes. There's, there's nothing. We're not going to get a better Baker or a worse Baker. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. Kaepernick's out there. We ain't signing him. You know we ain't about to sign him. So I ain't even about to. I know. Play. I'm. I'm fine with rocking with Case. Even, I ain't even about to play with that game today. But I mean, Eric Reed's still out there. Eric Reed, Ha Ha, Demarius. I gotta look at the corners. I gotta look at the free. I mean, I don't think no corners are. Bro, you wanna know a corner that we're had that we Prince, had that's playing very Principal Kamara? I don't know. I don't know. But, but you wanna know a corner that is balling that we had? Who? Pierre Desir. Desir. Yep, with the Jets. But we knew he was a project. We knew he was gonna have it a couple years. I remember we had got him. I was like, man, he's gonna be all right. Yeah, he was only like six two, six three or yeah, some shit. He just had to learn the position because he just started playing it in college or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
But man, yeah, so this this episode was all Browns. All Browns, but we just had to get this off the chest. We'll be back. We'll be back. Well, we will be back. And we up out of here. This hey, is Big Homie Dev Jam. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.